Okay, we are doing the damn thing, huh? All right. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome to the first episode of Two Brain Cells, One Podcast. Uh, my name's Tanaka. If you know me, hey, how's it going? If you don't, uh, nice to meet you, I guess. I think I'm pretty excited to start this. Mostly nervous, apprehensive for sure, but yeah, pretty excited. Um, this episode is probably going to be a shorter one, just kind of introductory, a little get to know me, I suppose. It's feeling very much like an orientation day where you like sit in the circle and everyone's like, tell a little bit about yourself. Hate those days, hate those moments, but here we are, got to start somewhere. Um, I am going to try my hardest not to um, ah, and like throughout this whole episode, but it's going to take me a minute to get comfortable. It is just me in an empty room and a microphone. A little weird, a little awkward, but fuck it, we ball. Uh, why did I start this podcast? Lord knows. We all have our friends and we all have those moments where we're like, oh my gosh, we said, <laughs> if we had a reality TV show, it would pop off. That is not always fact. That is not always true. Uh, we all need to take a moment and humble ourselves anytime we think that because <laughs> we are not nearly as funny or cool as we think we are. That being said, still starting a podcast regardless. Uh, that The encouragement for this, the podcast comment has... How many times am I going to say that word in one sentence? Jeez. The podcast comment has been made multiple times throughout the years and jokingly I've mentioned it and I'm like yeah I should uh now I'm this is reality we're starting it so yeah just like every other bored 20 something who think their two cents is worth a dollar here I am starting a pod uh the name two brain cells one podcast that may change. I may switch up on y'all. Do a little rebrand. I think it fits. I think it's right. But who knows? Let's not get too attached to it yet. Uh, feeling it out. Feeling it out. So I was trying to think of the best way to introduce myself. And for the people that don't know me, I really hope people that know me, there's not too many of you guys listening. But for those of you that don't know me, I decided the best way for you to get to know me ever so slightly would be for me to ask some of my friends to give me three words that they feel describe me well. So we're just going to work through this list. I'm going to make a couple comments on the words they chose because I may not necessarily agree with all of them. Okay, so first up is Cassidy. Cass and I have been friends since the last year of high school. We graduated 2015, so yeah, we've been friends for quite some time. She's more like a sister to me, love her dearly. The three words she decided to describe me with were loyal, easygoing, and gregarious. So let's dive into that. Loyal, I'm so glad that that is a quality that stands out. Loyalty is a quality that means a lot to me, to anyone really, uh, both giving and receiving. Your actions show how much you care about a relationship, 
So why wouldn't you want to remain reliable to the relationships that you choose to foster and garner? The second word she chose, easygoing. Yeah, I would agree with that. I stay unbothered. <laughs> I There's so many things in this world that are so inconsequential. It's just not worth putting negative energy into. And also, I like to think I'm relatively approachable with certain situations too. Quite an understanding person, which are all like, they all fall in that easygoing category. I wasn't always as easygoing as I am now, and I'm consistently working on it because there are some times where I can be a, uh, a wee bit uppity. But for the most part, I stay mad chillin'. The next word, gregarious. I also agree with that one, I guess. Because I've never, I've never just had one set friend group. Like, there are those people that, like, stick with one type of person or have one set friend group. Even in high school, I was such a floater. I'd kind of, like, have my foot in all of the little cliques, I suppose. Just because... I don't know. I'm a social person at nature. Like I am, I am quite introverted at my core. I am mostly an introvert, but I like meeting and experiencing new people. And it's always so like fascinating. And then you make all these relationships and then naturally you have to care for them. So yeah, I think I like that one. I agree with that one. Next up, we have Celine. I work with Celine. I've worked with her for just over a year. She is a real hoot and a half. I will try to convince her to come on the podcast uh, sometime soon, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. The three words she chose for me were loud, indecisive, and charismatic. All right, Celine, you say loud. I say projecting when appropriate to eradicate the need to repeat myself. I am not fond of repeating myself, so I will say it once and I will be heard. So kind of resent that one. Moving on, indecisive. Yeah, I'm a flawed individual, just like everybody else. And my indecisiveness, it's painful, it's bad. There are times where I go to Starbucks and I'm not even sure if I want hot or cold, so I order both. Kind of bad. I am working on it. I am working on it. Uh, charismatic. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I like to think I'm charismatic. I have a little razzmatazz, a little spice to the personality. Next up is Ebony. Eb and I have been friends since either 2018 or 2019. I can't remember, but for a few years now, and we have grown increasingly close in the last year. We talk every single day. She is one of my best friends. Love her so, so much. The three words she chose were thoughtful, witty, and enchanting. Uh, I'm glad you think I'm thoughtful. Thank you. I, I do make an effort to show the people that I care about how much I care about them. And I love gift giving, so I think that really reflects in it because it, it, every gift that I give somebody I care about is very well thought through and there's a lot of planning in it. But it's not even the gift giving, 
I'm a big acts of service person too. So I actively do make that very visible in all my relationships and friendships. So that's probably where that's coming from. Witty. I, yeah, I guess I agree with that one. I, I got a quick mouth. Sometimes it gets me in trouble. Not often. I, eh, I got a quick mouth. That's all I'm going to say on that. Next is enchanting. Thank you, queen. Thanks, bestie. She also said I have a safe aura. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like that's for me to decide. I'm glad that that's a thing. And I have noticed that a lot of people, when they, even quite early in our relationships or friendships, they do feel quite comfortable opening up to me and confiding in me. And that makes me feel good. I like that. So I'm not sure if it's my place to agree or not, or to decide or not, but I'm glad that it comes through. Next, we have Taylor. She also is one of my best friends. Me, Eb, and Taylor are actually in a group chat, and we speak in that every day. I hang out with Taylor quite a bit. We live in like the same neighborhood. I would hang out with Eb a lot more if she moved back to town. I'm not saying you should, Ebony, but I'm saying you should. Uh, anyway, Taylor. I simply asked her for three words, and she provided more. So... <laughs> We're going to talk about all of them, I guess. Uh, Giving, communicative, spooky sometimes, inconvenienced, and expressive. (laughs) Okay, the giving, I feel like I covered that with the whole thoughtfulness uh, part with um, Ebony. So we're just going to skip over that one because it's been spoken about. Communicative, yeah, 100%. I... That is probably the most, the number one thing I look for and I ask for in any relationship, whether romantic or platonic, it's communication. Communication can, it, it helps with the whole easygoingness because if I know what's going on, I'm comfortable, I'm chill, whoever I'm interacting with can be comfortable and chill. And sometimes the things you have to communicate aren't happy they aren't easy but if you get them out of the way there's no tension there's no bad vibes and stuff so yeah i am communicative and i appreciate my loved ones being equally as in our relationship spooky sometimes okay (laughs) what she what she's talking about is when i'm angry that sounds so terrible But I am not an angry person often. And a lot of the time, even when I am angry or upset, a lot of people don't take me seriously because when I say that I'm upset or angry, I'll giggle after or there'll be a smile on my face. So if it gets to the point where I can't even like laugh it off or something like that, it's just not seen very often. (laughs) So my friends don't know how to react. Um, So that's what she means by spooky. I don't do anything crazy, but she, I feel like that one made me sound bad and I have no way to fix it. So it is what it is. A little bit of a spookster, I suppose. Inconvenienced. 
yeah, in life, there are inconveniences. And I feel like I stumble upon a frightening amount. I... Some of them aren't worth complaining about. For example, last week, I was unaware Starbucks was going to close at 4.30. I was on night shift. I felt inconvenienced. It is what it is. What a first world issue. I hate that. <laughs> Not my best trait. Um, expressive. I'm not sure if she means that verbally or... I speak with my face and my body a lot. So I'm not sure if she means verbally or physically. Because even the inflections in my voice, like I make it very clear. There's no confusion what emotion I'm feeling. It's very obvious, pretty cut and dry, I like to think. So I, I was a theater kid. So I think maybe that also has a hand in how expressive I am. So yeah, I think I think I would agree with most of those. Really hate that I couldn't fix the whole spooky one. There's nothing spooky about it. It's just, you know when you don't see something so often, it's more surprising than spooky. Taylor, you really set me up with that one. Thanks, girl. I really hope those lists painted a good picture of who you're listening to and didn't scare you away. Um... If you're wondering what to expect out of this podcast, maybe not. Let, let's get your expectations. Let's set them realistic. I wouldn't say low, but I also wouldn't have high hopes. This podcast is going to have a little bit of everything. We're going to, there'll be episodes that cover love, sex, and dating. There'll be episodes that touch on health, both physical and mental. There'll be some advice episodes, some where it's just gabbing with the gals. A little bit of everything, some variety. Originally, this episode was going to be talking about goal setting and how I'm living 2021, mostly because I meant to start recording this in January and I have been painfully procrastinating it until this point. I will also talk about a few things that I did have planned, but uh very much past the whole new year's resolution uh topic we're gonna scratch that um the first thing that i was gonna touch on is kind of how i'm living 2021 because a lot of the time like in the new year like people they'll set their goals they'll be like oh i want to i want to lose this amount of weight i want to run a marathon this that and the third and some I feel a pressure sometimes to just have goals at all times and then I don't really care about those goals and then I let myself down for setting goals I didn't care about. So this year I'm kind of living more value-based than goal-based. Like I just kind of want to live this year with a sense of adventure. So I have a few trips planned and stuff and I kind of want to live this year being more appreciative so I'm going to be practicing gratitude and optimism and dive into spirituality those sort of things that's kind of how I'm living this year rather than having those set rigid goals 
I do have goals, mind you. Um, I started this thing last year where I set the amount of goals with the amount of years I've lived. So, or with my age. Don't know why I said it that way. Um, So like last year I had 23 goals for the 23 years that I've lived, if that makes any sense. And I did make it through quite a bit of them. And I'm actually quite proud of the growth that I've shown while working my way through the list. And I kind of enjoyed it. So I carried that on. So I do have 24, 24 goals for my 24th year. I would be happy to share them on an episode if you'd like. Let me know. Uh, secondly, okay. So earlier this year, me and my two best friends that were mentioned before, Ebony and Taylor, we decided if 2021 was to have a title, was to have a mission, it would be Thirst Traps and Setting Boundaries 2021. That's what we're about. That is our year. <laughs> So we've grown quite a lot and we're proud of ourselves and we've put a lot of energy into ourselves, who we are. And we noticed with that, there's also a physical change. We're feeling good. We're looking good. So what's wrong with showing the world how good we look and feel? I see no issues. Bring back the thirst traps. They're tasteful, but there's nothing wrong with a little thirst trap. Uh, setting boundaries. We are also very much pushovers. And we have in the past been almost enablers in some sort of way. And that's those are traits that we didn't quite love about ourselves. So we're working on it. We're working on setting personal boundaries, which are very important in every relationship. And not just setting them, but enforcing them. Because if you don't enforce a boundary, it's just a suggestion and people will push the limits all the time. So we're, we're working on it. It's a lot easier said than done, but that is something that we're actively doing this year. So yes, thirst traps and setting boundaries 2021. I'm looking at my notes here <laughs> and it just says no bad sex 2021. Um, Yeah, I don't know what I had planned to say about that one, but it's there. I wrote it, so I guess I made that a plan. So far, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that one, so we're just going to pretend like it didn't happen. I could very much edit that part out, but we, we're we keeping it real on this pod. We're keeping it real. Two brain cells, one podcast. It will be a tangential mess. It will be an experience for sure. And hopefully it will improve. I don't have too many expectations from this episode. I'm not putting too much pressure on myself because it's the first one. The first episode is never all that good. Just like the first pancake. You kind of throw it out. I'm not going to throw this one out. But I'm not going to be too hard on myself. I'm still learning. The sound quality might not be great. There's a lot of ums and ahs and likes, maybe some awkward pauses for sure. But this will all be a learning curve. I hope to improve as I go, learn as I go, and 
hopefully we'll be able to provide a good quality podcast. So I think I'm going to end this episode here. Yeah, I'm going to end this episode here. I've said, I've talked a lot. I'm not sure if I've said a lot, but (laughs) I'm hoping when I'm editing this, there'll be something to work with. I kind of look forward to continuing this and seeing how I can grow and improve. If I can grow and improve, I hope it's not something that I start and drop because I do that with hobbies. But yeah, thank you for listening. This has officially been the first episode of Two Brain Cells, One Pod. I'll catch you on the flip side. Ew, I've never said that. I don't know why I ended it like that. I'm sorry. Bye, y'all.